Welcome to another episode of the Personal Branding for Photographers podcast. My name is Maurice Jager and I'm a photographer, speaker and the author of the book Personal Branding for Photographers. This podcast is all about learning how to improve your personal brand as a photographer. Thank you for listening today and let's dive in. Welcome to this episode of the Personal Branding for Photographers podcast. And today we are joined with Seshu. Seshu, thank you for being on the show. How are you doing? I am doing great. Thank you so much for having me, Maurice. Really you, a pleasure. You got it. So for the people that don't know who you are, introduce yourself real quick. Who are you? Where are you from? What do you shoot? Give us a little bit of a background. Oh, sure. So I'm based in Avon, Connecticut, a little small little town west of Hartford in uh, a small state of Connecticut here on the east coast of the U.S. Um, I'm primarily a a family photographer and I do headshots, uh, quite a bit of headshots, actually. So I've got two businesses in one. Um, I've been I've been at it for about uh, 11 years or so with the headshot business and a little longer with the family uh, family shoots. So this is what I do. I'm here in town. I'm mostly a a community photographer, as I would like to call it. Uh, I, I love photographing families and prep schools, and but headshots are, are my jam, really, right now. So um, I'm excited about what's happening. Cool. So you started out as a family photographer? Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I think family photographer would, would include weddings. You know, I was a wedding photographer for some time, and then I transferred into, transitioned into doing family portraits and, you know, high school senior portraits and things like that. So... Um, so for me, all of that is, uh, you know, in one genre of, of, of photography, it's all family photography in my, my head, you know, so, mm-hmm. uh, but I, I, at one point I just split between, you know, working with families and working with businesses. You know, I think you've got to make that change at some point. You can't have, uh, both, uh, headshots and family photography under one, one brand. I feel like, uh, you know, it, it can confuse people or it can discourage, uh, some people, especially businesses, from saying, hey, you know, he's a family photographer uh, or see my family photography work and say, you know, uh, th- it's not a good fit for us. You know, so just to avoid that confusion, I, at some point I decided to start my business, Connecticut Headshots, which is uh, obviously a headshots uh, business here in Connecticut. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's been going really well, honestly. So and I'm I'm really happy to to serve all kinds of people here, doctors and lawyers and uh, you know, uh, being Connecticut, it's an insurance capital of uh, the the country, really, where tons of insurance companies are here. So, you know, a lot of insurance uh, salespeople and um, actuarial scientists, and they're all they're all you know my clients, and it's it's been a real pleasure working with every one of them. Okay, so I hear like I I hear a lot of photographers talk about like different niches and different websites and separating it or not. Like we see these questions like all the time. When photographers yeah. ask themselves whether or not they need yeah. to split it or not, so you decided to like split the two businesses. But how do you? Yeah, I did. I, yeah, I, I you know. I, I think it was. Uh, I, I'm trying to think of who actually basically sat me down and told me, "Listen, you are confusing people, or people are not signing up for either one because they just don't know what you're offering." You know. Uh, and I think clarity is very critical in this business of ours. Uh, you have to be able to cater to to exactly what your client is looking for, uh, because it it sort of you know it quickens the 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 process for both people, for you and for your clients. I mean, think of it this way: if they don't know what you you're offering, they're going to hit the back button and go back looking for somebody else. You know, mm-hmm. so. 
it, it was a very it was a no brainer for me um, 11 years ago to just sort of make that clean split and say, you know, if people are contacting me for headshots, I'll just send them to my headshots website. If they're contacting me for anything other than headshots, then they go to my other website, you know, so, and I'll be honest with you, it is a pain to maintain two websites. Uh, it is, there's, there's, I won't, I won't uh, lie about that. I mean, it's not easy. It costs a little bit more money, obviously. Um, every year uh, but it is ultimately worth it you know because uh, you know if you're able to uh, to serve the right client at the right time you know that's what makes a business you know so yeah. and the the separation is pretty much more on the on the front end like the client facing side and on the back end of things like everything goes into the same system or are these businesses actual separated no you you're correct i mean it is one business it's uh, you know Seishu photography uh, llc uh, but ultimately, people coming in through Connecticut Headshots, uh, you know, when they when they pay, they pay, they're paying Seishu Photography. I mean, at that point, they, they understand that it's the same business, so it's mm -hmm. not a big deal. Um, but initially, they're they're always presented exactly what they're looking for. Okay, cool. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. So, um, have you always been a photographer, or did you have a pa uh, past career? And like, what <laughs> made you decide to become a photographer to begin with? All right. So this is my sixth. 60 seconds spiel about my my backstory. All right, uh, I was a uh, a photojournalist. wanted wanted to be a photojournalist. Worked for uh, you know magazines, newspapers, websites. Um, shot editorially quite a bit. Um, and then of course 2001 happened and the market just collapsed and I had to find something to do. And so uh, one of my friends uh, was getting married in Washington D.C. and he said, hey, I need a photographer. You know, it's, it's usually how that happens, right? He was like, I'm looking for a photographer. Can you take pictures of my wedding? I was like, okay, sure. And it worked out that he got what he wanted in terms of photography. And I got my start in, start in wedding photography right there and then. And I did that for a number of years uh, and enjoyed it. And then at the same time, I was also working full time at ESPN, the, the sports network, uh, as a photo editor. So on the weekends, I would go off and photograph weddings. And on the on the weekdays, obviously, I'd work at, uh, you know, at, at ESPN, editing photographs and delivering the photographs online. And at some point, I just decided to move away from ESPN and, and wanted to do more photography. And I wanted, I didn't want to be, you know, chopping photographs and, 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 and uploading it to the website. I wanted to go out and find my own pictures. And so I started working locally uh, with families and, you know, started my photography business with my families. Uh, and, and it's grown to a point where now, of course, I offer high school senior portraits. I offer you know, uh, tweens and teens and all. I mean, there's so many combinations now with portraits now, right? So, um, with, so on the family front, that was going well. And then uh, about 11 years ago, as I said, on a whim, I, I went to uh, a Zach Arias workshop <clears throat> to learn about off-camera lighting because I had no idea how to do any of that stuff. I mean, flash flash photography was like, uh, you know, just a, a big mystery to me. So I yeah. learned flash photography thanks to Zach. And then I said, when I came back from the workshop, I was like, well, okay, I know kind of what to do, but I need to get better at it. So I put out a, put out the word on Twitter back then for about 20 people to show up at my door to get a free headshot, essentially. And I didn't even know what it was called back then. I would just said, hey, come and take, let's do portraits kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And every single person that came through ended up using those their photographs that I delivered to them. Uh, 
on their Twitter page or whatever on LinkedIn. Uh, and, you know, I was like, okay, let's do this. <laughs> you know, somebody yeah. said, you got to be offering this for money. I was like, okay, let's do it. So, you know, uh, back in 2009, and I, I, I started again, I had no idea Connecticut Headshots was just uh, something that came to me. And I said, let's go to ConnecticutHeadshots.com. And I found the domain and bought it. And um, partly due to the name, I guess uh, the website is doing well, you know, so. Yeah. And uh, yeah. So you just mentioned you you call yourself like a community portrait photographer. So that I guess that means that you're like centering yourself within your own community. I think it's very important for me uh, having photographed weddings outside the state mostly and not really being able to grow it beyond, you know, every few months being called to photograph a wedding. I quickly realized that having more of a foundation right here in my own town is super important to me. And uh, this is where things happen. And, you know, plus I have, I'm a family guy. I've got two boys and, you know, I'm married and I got things to do on the weekend. So I can't go off on the weekends and, you know, to, to far off places. I need to be able to do things within driving distance, you know, within 20 minutes of where I live. And uh, you can't you can't run a business when you don't know anybody around town. Right. So mm -hmm. uh, so it was a mind shift for me, a mindset shift to really get more local clients. And how do you how do you get local clients and you get more involved in the community? I mean, that's really it. You know, mm -hmm. you have to go out there and volunteer. You have to go out and, you know, meet people at coffee shops and, uh, you know, and, and make yourselves be useful in some way uh, for the community first. And I think that's really happened over the last two or three years. And I'm starting to see some results from that. And I mean, you know, it's not a it's not a it's a deliberate uh, strategy to be seen. I'll be honest with you. It's like I'll be straight up and transparent with anybody who, who asked me about it. Yeah, I do want to be known as you know, a photographer here in, in my town. And so uh, I have gotten better and better at, uh, you know, introducing myself as, yes, I'm a, a photographer here in Avon, Connecticut. You know, it used to be difficult. I'll be honest with you, Morris. It was, I mean, as an introvert, it was very difficult for me to stick my hand out and shake people's hands and, and say, hey, listen, this is what I do. Uh, but it's gotten better. It's gotten better, thankfully. Yeah. So what did you do to overcome that sort of like intrinsic fear? I think... Uh, I, that's a great question. Honestly, it, it, it's the repetition of just getting out there and doing it again and again and again. And it's, you know, it's not going to work 100% of the time. Uh, mm -hmm. It is going to be challenging. Uh, and some people are going to challenge you and, and, and make you feel like, you know what, I don't care if you're a photographer or whatever. Um, but I think if you start putting yourself out there and really being of service to people, they get it. They understand that you run a business and they understand that at some point they'll have to, you know, when they're thinking of family photographs or headshot photographs, they'd be like, oh, yeah, I know Seishu. I know, you know, that he does this kind of work. And it's clear that that's starting to happen now. I mean, I'm starting to see that quite a bit. Um, last In the last two, mo uh, two months, actually, uh, I received two referrals from another photographer because she wasn't able to, you know, do the kind of work that she that that she was referring to. Um, she was 
she was asked to photograph, she was like, oh, yeah, I know, say, she, the, you know, who's going to be a, a better fit for it. So that kind of thing is happening already. And I think uh, it is about being out and posting things online that says, you know, this is the kind of work I can I can do for you guys, you know, and uh, showing up. And, and as Seth Godin says, you know, you got to keep shipping, you know, you got to keep addressing the community and talking to them and helping them in any way you can. Yeah. So you mentioned like getting out there and sharing content um, like with it, with the community and probably online. So what yeah. is the kind of message that you put out there? Like, is it all like uh, the kind of services or do you really like personalize it or like what's your angle with that? But when it comes to uh, when it comes to what I what I share, I mean, again, in the last couple of months I've been working on personal projects that involve photographing you know kids uh, in my community and that has elevated I think my brand quite a bit um, and I'm not talking about the the headshots brand of course I mentioned that once in a while but the the, the biggest push on social media right now is to, to uh, for me at least is to be of service to be out there photographing my neighbors I mean I tell people like I'm for I Someone says, someone says, what do you do? I say, I photograph my neighbors and I photograph people in my community. You know, that's what I do, you know. And when well, you can say that, but you got to show it too. You know, you got to be able to say, here's a, here's a project I've just completed. In fact, tomorrow's the last day of the project where I'm going to be, you know, I, I've been photographing kids who are excited about a certain activity. It could be music, it could be dance, it could be uh, a sport, whatever it is, uh, you know, but being able to get my lights out there, photograph them, you know, do some off-camera lighting kind of things and just experiment and play, it boosts their, uh, you know, sense of, sense of, you know, confidence, I guess, uh, and gives parents something positive to see, at least right now, with COVID going on like crazy. You know, it's a little positive thing that I can do in the community. And that's what I'm, that's all I'm, I'm offering. I mean, I'm not, I'm not doing it for, for a, a fee. I'm just doing it because I, I'm able to do it. Right. Yeah. And on, on the back end, if they feel like they need to buy a print or want to buy a print, that's, that's up to them. I, I don't, pressure them into doing anything. But the positive thing is I'm constantly producing work. I'm constantly putting work out mm -hmm. and I'm constantly tagging people in the community. So when start, when people start seeing, you know, that their friends are part of this project, obviously at some point I'm hoping that in the next six months or whatever, people will start referring back to me in terms of, okay, we've got a family session. I need a headshot. I know I have a senior in school that uh, this year that you know obviously can't go to school because of COVID and wants to wants to have photographs taken. And all of that's happened. I mean, honestly, I'm all I'm only talking to you about things that are actually happening right now. So, yeah. um, so so do you like with the um, like with the content that you share and with the project and like all the like the 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 images that you put out there. Like, do you add the personalized story of, like, I'm shooting Jill, who's a senior, yada, 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 or do you just go like, okay, here's a picture, that's it? No, it's always it's always a little bit about my interaction with the person who I photographed. Mm -hmm. um, you know, because, it, you know, if you, if you don't personalize it, no one's going to read it. I mean, it, then it becomes all about you. Yeah. You know, and all about the fact that you're a photographer. Nobody cares about that. You know, you know, you got to lead with their story, not your story. Yeah. You know, uh, that's 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 that took a long time for me to figure out as well. But it is it is something that I hope other photographers who are listening in will will take to heart because I see it all the time now. And I'm, I'm like, OK, you know, it's another beautiful photograph, but I don't know the backstory about 
who this person is or why they're being photographed in this manner, right? Yeah. I think knowing that elevates the photograph, right? Yeah. So, and I think it gives people the opportunity to put themselves in the shoes of the subject in the shot and exactly. become more relatable and like all of that. And that's then it becomes like, okay, I trust this guy because I see myself in this shot because I have the same background story or I can relate to the story so I know he's going to have my back and it's all going to be fine and you know all of that. Oh, 100%, uh, Maurice, uh, 100% because uh, again, you're, you're making the process more familiar to people and the more familiar they are, the more clear they are about what you're offering them and how you approach your portrait sessions, mm -hmm. the easier it is for them to make the, the decision, which I think is what you're, we're all getting to. You know, We're all wanting them to decide on you. You know, right? They, you want them to connect the dots. Essentially, yeah. You want them to say, "Okay, you know, this makes sense for us. You know, this is the time for us to do this." And um, and and you're 100 percent correct. You know, making that making that the the story very much a part of the process of uh, the photography, I think, is important. Yeah. So you just mentioned. Uh, like you want to help out the community and add value and like being the center of the universe in your community as far as it comes to photography. But uh, when we like really zoom in on yourself, like what is your motivation to actually pick up the camera? Like what drives you to get shit done? Well, I'm, I've been obsessed with photography for a long time. I mean, I, as I said, uh, I started out as a, as a photojournalist, uh, you know, If if all things were equal and money was no uh, uh, money was not the, the sort of the, the driving factor in any of this uh, in, in any sense of the matter, uh, the word I would probably be a documentary photographer. I mean I don't have you know I I don't have uh, the, the sort of uh, the business skills that I now had. I had none of that you know, and I feel like I've learned marketing and sales and branding and all of that over time. You know. The, the craft and the excitement for the for the for the subject matter always came first and I think that will always be the case I'm still excited by by what I'm seeing you know when I look out the window the first thing in the morning I'm excited by whether it's you know I just I just shot I'll, I'll share this photograph with you if you later on but it's a photograph of fall leaves but shot in a very kind of different way and I I, I I, I I just physically get very excited when I see amazing opportunities in front of me. And it comes with the territory that if you're photographing people, you've got to be excited about working with people. And that's the case with me. I mean, I love working with people. Give me, you know, the, 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 the person that says I hate being photographed is usually means signals to my brain. I love this challenge. Let's go. You know, let's make things happen for you then, you know. Um, and I get that a lot. I mean, I got the headshot photographer, headshot clients, for instance, will always will always say, oh, my, you know, I got a double chin, I got to lose 20 pounds, I've got this and that and the other. And how do you get to the point where you're able to still create photographs that make them feel great about themselves, right? I mean, yeah. that's the that's the ultimate challenge. And I love that challenge. I love it. I mean, uh, the easier a photo session is, actually, I'm just like, okay, that was easy. But I want people to say, okay, I don't like something about me. Let's let's try and work and figure things out. So that's the the I think the the thing that drives me the most at the moment. Okay. So you uh, before you mentioned that you were a little self conscious about getting into the community and like doing all the reach out and the um, like getting the word out kind of stuff. And yeah. And now you see 
your clients being self-conscious in front of the camera. Like, do you see a relationship between that or like, is there like a similarity and do you recognize it based on your own experience or do you learn from your clients or maybe both? You know, it's another great question, Maurice. I, I, I've never thought of it that way, but I, I mean, thinking of it now, uh, I would, I would say that, yeah, I think we both are are able to transform ourselves. I think we are able to transcend our fears or go beyond our fears and and still deliver. And that's a that's an amazing thing in in itself. I feel like uh, you know I stop myself. I, I mean there are there are periods of self doubt and like what the hell am I doing and all of that going through my head when I'm out there meeting people and uh, trying to figure things out. And I feel like, yes, that's probably what someone coming into my studio um, is also feeling. You know, there, there's a sense of why am I doing this? And I always have to reframe their their photo session to, to think about it. Look, this is not, you know, this is not really for you. It's off you, but it's for your clients and and for, for their for your clients to be able to connect really well with you. Once they get that in their heads, it's like a light bulb goes off and they go, OK, I'm here. Until that point, it's all about who they are and you know how much weight they have to lose and things like that. But the minute they feel like, okay, I, we're doing this for somebody else, it, it, they, they, the, the guard goes down, we get some good pictures, and they're happy. You know, um, I don't know if I've answered your question, but I think I think it it is about transformation. At the end of the day, it's about me feeling like I can go beyond my fears and still make things happen and for them to do the same thing, you know? So you made the conscious decision at some point that when you put yourself out there in the community, it's more about them and it's less about you. And that helped oh. you to yes. pretty much overcome uh, your uh, uh, your fears or like whatever you want to call it. Yeah, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drop a name here. Uh, and it's important that I mention him because mm-hmm. I went to a workshop uh, by a, a uh, by a, a well, he was a photographer at one point, but he's more of a business mentor now. His name is Steve Saparito. I don't know if you know the name, but I that workshop over a week in New Jersey really helped me reset the way I thought about what I was doing and who I was doing for and why I was doing this. And I think when I came came back from that, I approached really every opportunity I got as a way of stepping forward and and seeing how I can be of service or help to whoever I, I was dealing with. It could be, you know, a, a family s- a session. It could be a headshot session, whatever it is. It's like, what is it that you are going through right now that we can either celebrate or or elevate in some way that'll help you make your connections at home really positive and strong uh, in, in, the, in the case of family sessions and in the, fa- in the case of headshots, it's about being seen as, you know, confident and approachable and professional and credible, you know, right? All of these things are going to help that person definitely be seen that way when the photographs are good. I mean, we we have to agree on that at least. Yeah. So, I have to I really got have to thank thank Steve about the way I'm, I I approach every client is like it's not about you, it's about how you're helping them. You know, it's about helping them first mostly you know and finding a way that finding a way that they can they can start seeing themselves in a, in a better light too yeah so i think that's that's the the power in what we do you know all of us yeah i think there's a lot of photographers who are introverts and like i am one even though i don't seem like it like i flip the switch and i'm on but i can <laughs> yeah. i can sit in the yep. corner and not 
have to deal with people for a day and I'll be totally yeah. fine too. So too. you like you work with Steve like and you like I obviously learned a lot to uh, get out of that vibe, if you will. Um, yeah. For those that are like introverts, like what would be like the like top one, top two, like thing that you learned that really worked for you that somebody can apply? Well, I, I'm going to repeat what I just said, I think, in that uh, if you have a client, it doesn't matter, family, headshot, high school, senior, you know, they're all going through certain things in their lives too. You know, you got to remember that. So stop for a second and think about, you know, if you're if you're scared or if you're nervous or whatever, just remember that they're also scared and nervous, etc. But start to think about what is what the end goal is going to look like for them first figure out what that's what that feels like for them first okay and then and then go towards that goal you know and just say how am i going to get to that goal and then in my head at least i feel like a veil is lifted and i'm i'm feel like okay i'm heading towards that now i've got a purpose now you know versus the fear i think when you when you when you suppress the fear or eliminate the fear you're you're you tend to be more creative anyway you know you feel more free to do things that that work and my clients will tell you that when i start working with them um and i start seeing photographs in front of me as they come come together i am a different person i mean i don't have any inhibitions at all in bringing lights uh, in a certain way or you know positioning them a certain way or asking them to do certain things that Obviously, we'll make them feel comfortable and, and, and excited about being a part of this project, right? So, uh, yeah, it is it is about, I guess, for result is going to look like for your clients first mm -hmm. and then heading towards that goal. I think that's really the only thing that I go for every single time. Yeah. And is that also something that is really, like, um, covered in the way that you brand yourself? Is that, like the main focus of your message when you share information or when you talk to people or when you go online and share your work? Is that in there? To a certain extent, it is. Uh, I, I, I'm getting better and better at, at messaging that process. Um, I know you know Mike Schacht and uh, Mike Sansone and uh, those guys at, uh, you know, the Headshot uh, Hot Sauce group. And it's, you know, they're all, they're, they're, we're all together just trying to figure out how to better message what we do. And, um, you know, I'm getting, I'm getting there. I'm getting better and better at it. And, you know, when a client called and we, you know, a couple of days ago, uh, a headshot client we'd never we'd never met we'd never heard of each other uh, she called and we connected over the fact that she writes or she's going to be writing a book for a certain publication a publishing house and interestingly just a couple of weeks ago i photographed another person for that same publishing house and it was a nice little bridge you know be able to do that be able to connect uh again familiarity is a is a really nice thing isn't it yeah. So made her feel super comfortable. And then two seconds later, she booked her session and I didn't have to do any selling, really. And that sort of way of approaching and, and talking to people would have been like not even existent like five years ago. You know, uh, it's just so different now. And I think it comes from practice. It comes from being out there and and not tooting your horn, but at the same time telling people, listen, this is what I can do for you. You know, this is what and showing them, yeah. telling them is one thing, but showing them is completely different. I mean, we we are, you know, photographers, we should be showing photographs. And as you correctly said, Maurice, you got to be talking about the photographs. You got to be telling people like, yeah, the, you know, this this client came in and, you know, sometimes I 
show pictures that they've sent me uh like the, this is their before picture and this is their after picture you know and that that in itself is a huge huge uh positive thing for people and you know, to see because they they understand okay you know they're in for an experience that they can't get anywhere else yeah so do you ask your clients how they see you or how they find you or like yes okay so what are the what is the like the majority of responses so uh the for headshots a lot of folks come through google um, but I'm starting to see a lot of people coming through uh, my local connections as well. The, that's that's definitely telling me something, you know, that, you know, the, the kind of work that I'm doing locally is, is working. Uh, for families, it's always been word of mouth. Um, uh, there's not much of a push on the SEO side of things uh, for my family family business, uh, and that's going to change too but in, in the next couple of months as I'm redesigning my website. Mm-hmm. But I think it comes down to just, again, being out there on a number of different uh, platforms, uh, not constantly, but I'm on Facebook, I'm on Twitter, I'm on LinkedIn, and and again, sharing, sharing what you've done and telling a little story and uh, and engaging with people locally, again, on local groups is very, very important. Yeah. So find, find you know, common and positive groups around you that you can be a part of or start one for yourselves, you know, and say, hey, you know, we're getting a bunch of business people together and we want to talk about how to bring business back to our town, you know, something to that effect. Uh, you know, people are always looking to connect with other people. I mean, we're social animals, right? So uh, don't be afraid to to do something and you can do that sitting at home. You, know, you can you can create a, a Facebook page or, or a group uh, for something that you strongly believe in and invite your friends to be a part of it and start to be known as a leader, you know, uh, in your community. I think that's important. Yeah. So the opportunities, and this is another thing that Steve told me that stuck in my head every day. I think of this, and it's that opportunities are everywhere. They okay? are. So yeah, there are. I mean, you, 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 you. It's only you that's limiting the the your ability to get out there and find those opportunities. It's nothing else. No one's gonna call you and, and or tap you on the shoulder or send you an email randomly. You've got to get out there and and hustle. You know, you got to get out get out there and be seen and be known. I mean, that's on you. Yeah. Like I never, like six months ago, if you told me I was running a podcast, I would have probably laughed out loud. And, yeah. Right. And then I like had a spur in the moment idea and figured like, what the heck, let's go for it. And here we are. And there's a ton of people listening. So like, and it's a topic that nobody else ever was talking about on the consistency, uh, like on a consistent base about the personal branding stuff. So, hey, here we are. And there's like a ton of other personal branding stuff coming uh, down the pike. So this is a little commercial break because time changed and we are running the personal branding for photographers virtual summit and just launched the early bird sales. So if you want to save $200, and want to hear more stories from successful photographers, make sure to go to personalbrandingforphotographers.com. Now let's go back to Sashu. So you got to keep shipping and if something you know doesn't work, just take it off the take it off the, the website or take it off uh, line and, and just do something else you know uh, you know and, and provide the, your service to uh, the smallest number of people first, see if it's going to work. Mm-hmm. You know, and and don't don't say you're gonna photograph you know twenty thirty weddings when you really are really going for like five you know first you know uh, get those five do a great job and then go out and and 
go 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 find five more and yeah. it makes it easier if, as you do smaller numbers first and see whether your approach is being appreciated in a in, in a in a way that is going to sustain you as a business yeah so um when you're like uh shooting the families and doing the headshots like how much goes into the after service like is there like a lot of uh work in that and do you see value in like after the shooting or are you more focused in getting in people in the door and then deliver the images and that's it uh, are you talking about follow-up yeah or like when you shoot when you share the or when you send them the shots like, do you, like, ask them for reviews or, like, do you, cool. like, follow up in, like, I don't know, a year? Like, you need an update or do you, like, with the family shoots, like, mark their birthdays or whatever and go, like, hey, I see yeah. uh, uh, I see one of your, the second kid is going into seniors uh, portraits soon. Like, do you want me to come in or, like, do you, like, rehash the old clients or like how does that work for you well sometimes they remember working with me and i've had clients come back to me saying hey you know it's time for our second child or third child to have their senior photographs taken so they come back to me automatically um i've got to get i mean all honesty i've got to get a lot better about uh following up with my family clients um but i'm very very good about following up with my headshot clients uh, as soon as the photographs are delivered they receive a, a link to uh, leave me a, a testimonial and a review on Google. And some people are are ecstatic and excited about leaving me a review. And some people take their sweet time and may need to be reminded. Uh, but I am, again, you know, not shy about asking people, especially after they've had a good experience and they're excited about their photographs and are starting to use them everywhere. And I see them and I see their accounts and I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, Dan just used it on his LinkedIn and, you know, uh, Susie just posted it on Facebook. And when you start seeing that, you go, oh, hey, it was great, great shot. Or, you know, I'm so glad you're using your photographs. Uh, do, do you mind just taking two minutes to write a quick testimonial and a review? It'll help me, uh, you know, help, see, again, it's not about helping me. It's about helping other people understand what they can they can experience so i think even in my head I, in my own head i have to start repeating certain things so that i said correctly it should be about the testimonials and reviews are not for me i mean ultimately yes it's going to help my business I, that, no doubt about that but those testimonials and reviews are not for me they're for my clients they're for my clients to understand what some other client has experienced and what appreciated to expect, very and, much. and expect yeah enjoy yeah. it yeah so that's where that's where it should be. I mean, uh, and yeah, I, I have to do the same thing with my family clients. And uh, so I appreciate the, the reminder, Maurice. Hey, you got it. So since I gave you a little bit of a reminder, let uh, when we dive back or dive deep into like your career and like everything you learned, what's the most valuable piece of advice that you can share with the audience? Boy, uh, you know, I think everybody has been in a rush to get to so-called success. And I feel like it's a moving target. Um, you've got to be patient in this business. You gotta keep working. You gotta keep producing. You gotta keep giving back. It's a, a long road, okay? Mm -hmm. um, there's gonna be ups and downs. There's a, It's a huge dip right now in the economy, no doubt about it. But if you're able to sustain yourself in some way and find a, and find a way to just really make, uh, you know, ends meet, and really continue working on your craft, do so, but also work on your business skills. Please, please. I think this is where I, 
I feel like I did, <clears throat> you know, the, the, the most disservice to myself is that I completely ignored the business side of things for a long time. And uh, I've paid the consequences of it. I mean, it's just that accounting does not excite me. I mean, it doesn't, it shouldn't excite any photographer, really, but, you know, because it's accounting, right? But it's such an important part of the puzzle, being able to to know, okay, you've got cash flow, you don't have cash flow, you've got to have a certain sense of like what's coming in, what's going out. Uh, this is such an important, I think, topic that never gets discussed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think photographers are all about their gear and the latest presets and software and all that stuff. But, you know, yeah. all that is great stuff. But none of that is going to sustain you for a long term if you just keep keep just spending, which I think I did. I mean, I'll be honest with you, and and it's hurt my business initially, but I'm it's got it's gotten better. I mean, the fact is, I, I realize now I don't need more lights. I need more clients. You know? Yeah, yeah. I, exactly. I don't, I don't, I, I don't need the latest uh, camera. Uh, the one I have produces just exquisite headshots. You know, I'm not, I'm, I'm in no great hurry to buy the latest uh, gear or, or software or whatever because I've realized now that over time you got to think about where your money is going, how you're you're saving, how you're putting that all together for the future because 20 years from now, it's going to be a different world, obviously. You know, even two, two months from now, it's going to be a different world. But the fact is you got to be prepared for what's coming. And um, I would say, yeah, Become good friends with your accountant mm-hmm. or, or book and bookkeeper, um, mm-hmm. and understand that you've got to save uh, for that rainy day. And right now, it's pouring, man. You know, so you know, make sure you've you're, you've got something to hold on to uh, at least until the good times are back. And I'm not trying to be a downer here, but you know, that's reality, right? I mean, you you we all have certain base expectations of what we can do as a business and uh, if we're not if we're not running a business then what are we doing yeah right? yeah and we had richard wayne on episode nine talking about all the financial stuff uh too so for those that are just like getting into the podcast on this episode like go back on your preferred platform and listen to episode nine where richard covers a lot of this stuff as well so right it's uh, it's definitely a, 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 a returning topic. So um, you just mentioned the word successful uh, in your answer. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, what when are you successful? I think uh, I feel successful when I receive an email or a phone call from a client who says that they are thrilled with what they have received from me and that they're excited about using those photographs for their own business. That's success. Me. Okay, and on the on the broader spectrum, like what needs to happen for you to call your business successful? Like, what's the the goal? Like, where? What are you? What like? What is the dot on the horizon that you want to achieve? That's a that's a that's a question I have not answered yet. I'll be honest with you. Um, I don't know what that is uh, at this time. I, you know, it's it, it's you know, there's so many factors involved in making that happen. And, and I, I, I didn't even know what that is, to be honest with you. So, you know, uh, it could, it could like, do you write down like monetary goals? Like I want to make, uh, oh, six yeah. figures, like oh, yeah, a couple yeah, hundred yeah. grand. Like do you do that or do you want, do you have like goals? Like I want to shoot a particular person or like something that's like really out there that you're trying to go for? You no, know, there are monetary goals, but I feel like, you know, th- those can be 
achieved and then what, you know, kind of thing, you know, uh, I'd rather, I'd rather be looking at, um, you know, it's, and I'm totally stealing somebody else's words on this, but, you know, don't look for success, but look for significance, you know, and I'd rather look for significance because I feel like if I'm going to be leaving a legacy of any kind, I'd rather be known for, okay, but this guy lived in Avon, Connecticut, and he photographed his community like nobody else did. Uh, that would, I think, be more of a, of a success for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then then a monetary value because that monetary value is here and there and gone somewhere else you know very quickly and yeah. I'm, I'm not i'm not uh, yep. i'm not i'm not going to be beholden to that mm-hmm. number because you know it's just the way it is but i feel like if i'm if i'm going after uh, something else other than 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 monetary success i think i'd be okay um being of significance i think is more important to me than anything else yep just to throw in a quote money gets spent and gets lost and significance and uh, what you leave behind is not i agree so it has a longer shelf life yeah i think so i think it does um you know that's how i was brought up to to believe in what i did i mean my parents are both physicians and they didn't expect me to be a doctor uh they said very early on i remember this conversation with my parents they said do what you want to do but do it well and do it do it in service of others and you'll be okay and um it's it's advice that I think I will pass on to my kids as well. You know, I think it's important that we are on the planet for a certain number of years. And, uh, you know, if you're chasing after money, which I think is, you know, we need money, no doubt about it. I'm not going to, I'm not a anti-capitalist <laughs> yeah. by, by any measure. I, I like, like buying things for my family and going on trips and things like that when we can. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, at, at the end of the end of the day it's about what kind of a relationship you had with folks and uh for me that's more important than anything else cool so um talking about relationship with folks where do you want people to go to learn more about you online well uh, we started this conversation about two websites so i have uh the, the website seishuphotography.com and connecticut headshots connecticut is all spelled out uh, headshots.com the two websites and uh, i'm online at uh, pixeishu at on Twitter and uh, you can find me on LinkedIn as well uh, as I said uh, and Facebook of course uh, I'm on Facebook all day and every day uh, just seeing what's happening out there and commenting and you know helping people out if I can and that kind of thing so yeah find me on on all those platforms no problem all right thank you so much for being on this podcast session Maurice, it's such a pleasure talking to you, man. Really enjoyed it. Thank you. And that's it for today. But before we part ways, let me invite you to my personal branding for photographers community on Facebook. The group has already around 700 photographers who want to learn everything about improving their personal brand. Make sure to add yourself by going to mauriceyager.com forward slash Facebook or subscribe to my podcast on your preferred platform. Thank you for listening. And I'll see you on Facebook or you'll hear from me in the next episode. Enjoy your day. Talk soon. Bye.